Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are going to talk about what it feels like to be stuck and how to get unstuck. Guys, during this time of the pandemic, it has been both beneficial and tragic, but it has given us a lot of time to really reevaluate who we are, what we want to do, and where we're going. It's saying, am I fulfilling my dreams or am I just going with the flow? And so let's get into it because when we're re-examining ourselves, we often see where the little mistakes are, mistakes in quotation marks, and places that we can do better. And I know a lot of us sometimes feel like, dang, I didn't know this, but I'm stuck. <laughs> so if you feel that way or just feel like you're figuring it out, get into this podcast with us because we got some gems for y'all. <laughs> yes. So I came across this article on um, Oprah.com and it is a quiz to basically figure out how can I get unstuck. And the quiz comes from an app called Unstuck. And it was created by the SYP Partners, a company that helps individuals and organizations tap into their full potential. And so they believe that the first step to getting unstuck is to, to determine your stuck personality, which depends on your temperament and your problem that you're, you know, you, that you're in. So you might be stuck with your weight. It might be a career change that you want to do. It might be, um, do I buy a house? Do I lease? Do I get an apartment? You know, so whatever the situation is, they believe that the first step to getting unstuck is to figure out, you know, your personality type uh, around the circumstances and the situation. And so, yeah. Yours. <laughs> huh? You do yours? I am in the process of doing it. And, um, but I, I already know like what I am. Like just from me answering the quiz and answering the questions, I can uh-huh. tell what I am. Yeah. Which I'll talk about uh-huh. as we go through the different personality types. I'm ready to know them because I need to know what I am. I'm going to see if I can <laughs> Right? I'm like, okay, what am I? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Yes, I would definitely link this um, this quiz in our show notes so that you know everyone can have access to it. You can take it and see what you are. And so the first one is an idol achiever, and this is your idea. You're an ideas machine, a big dreamer, a go getter. You can do everything, but right now it's hard to do anything. You keep stuttering forward and sputtering back. And it's like you're driving, they say, a stick shift. And so you're just lying there. You just, you have all these plans and you're just, you're, they're just there. <laughs> so they say that the assignment for this type of person is to harness your energy and get down to the details. Did y'all have mm. that y'all want to okay. add? Or I feel like off the No, yeah. I definitely want to, you know, give some advice to somebody who might be an idol achiever and, you know, what might help them. Do y'all have anything? Okay. So no, I'll- I definitely feel like, I don't know the rest of them yet, but I definitely feel like 
smooth mind <laughs> off top because there is a, like a lot of things that I do and I'm a huge huge dreamer like mm -hmm. I'm like do I need two lifetimes <laughs> okay <laughs> do I need two lifetimes to fulfill this because yeah huge dreamer but I do sometimes feel myself not being able to really execute things like I want to like even, and it does go to the details um because I look at the big picture so much and so and then also just overwhelmed with all the work that I did put on myself um so yeah I definitely think I mean I don't know the other ones but I definitely think that's one and it, it's right like that's some really good advice pay attention to the details because there's some real details I need to focus on to be able to get to the the next step in the process. Exactly. And then also I think too that, you know, for this type of person, it's good to um, understand what it is that you're trying to attack within that circumstance, within, within those situations, and then attack it from highest priority to, you know, lowest priority or something that is more urgent to, you know, the thing that can kind of wait a bit and you can kind of attack later. And then the other thing is um, right. just being intentional. I think for this type of person, you have to be intentional with your day. And really for any type of person, if you are intentional about how you spend your time and what your energy goes towards, then I think it'll be a lot easier to attack certain things. For instance, like if it's money, if you're intentional about, okay, I'm gonna place my dollar I'm going to um, put, once I get paid, I'm going to put my, you know, money towards this debt. I'm going to save this amount and then I'm going to live off this amount. If you're intentional about that mm -hmm. and you don't have to wonder, you know, hey, where did my money go at the end of, you know, the week? And you're like, dang, I don't have nothing left. Mm. Yeah. And I think another thing is, um, that's so true. And we talk about this a lot is what will make it easier for us idlers <laughs> mm -hmm. is um making a plan because yeah. like when you brought up money money is something i feel like i'm very good at um with just managing and so something i am good at i don't want to say feel like i am good at managing money and so but that's because i i created a system for where my, my money goes and it's very intentional I'm saving this money for six months rent. I'm saving this money for traveling. I'm saving this money for saving for a down payment on a, a house in the future. And then, you know, this is how much I keep in my checkings and stuff like that. But for other areas in my life, I haven't really prioritized my time like I prioritize my money. Like, okay, this time is for this and this time is for that. Right now, it's been to the point where it's like, I'm working on this project. 10 minutes then i'm working on this project now working on this project for an hour and then i'm hopping back to this project and it's been very like and then when i started doing to like putting my time together at the end i'm realizing like i'm actually not spending as much time as i thought it's just that my mind is going all these different places so if i allot this much time in the morning two hours specifically to this project two hours specifically to this project and two hours specifically to this project my mind and my energy won't be as drained and so i think that is very important too because like even with money if your money's just going all around you don't know where it's going you're confused and you're getting all 
you, now you think that it's hard. Now you think that ma managing money is hard when really you just have to like Jasmine, you were saying Kobe, be intentional about where your energy, your currency is going. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes me think of the whole right now, we're in an age of multitask, multitask, multitask. And with the idle person, you have a lot of big ideas. And any given time, what, what it seems a big idea can spark into your mind. And so it just as quick as a new idea sparks, you could take the energy off the old idea that you were working on and now be giving energy to, to the new idea. And like you're saying, being really intentional, seeing the first idea through, and then starting on the next idea. So really prioritizing um, how you use your energy when the new ideas come, because it's a beautiful thing to, to have these wonderful ideas pop up into your mind. I think that's, that's just amazing because me, I'm not necessarily the idle mind. I have kind of like a one track mind, if, you, if sort of, so to speak. So like a lot of new ideas are not always coming, constantly coming. I'll be like, man, I just need my creative energy to flow, but I can see how it can get a little, um, kind of get imbalanced if you, so to speak, if you're a new idea comes and then you're, you're not, you don't necessarily finish and follow through that first idea so just so i guess the, the tip i guess i could give to the idle person is to see one idea through because it's a beautiful thing that you're getting the ideas but if you don't really harness in and, and focus in you will never really see it through mm -hmm. and then the last and then you don't feel <laughs> okay then it's easy to get down on yourself yeah because you're like oh my gosh, I, I didn't fulfill this plan, but I'm on to the next plan. So, yes, y'all, if this ain't my one, I don't know what is. <laughs> the last thing that I want to say, it came from um, an author called Elizabeth Gilbert, and she was just talking about absorption. And she said, please note that absorption is not the same as distraction or obsession. And so whenever she was um, determining whenever she was a teenager and she figured out she loved writing, it was because she got absorbed into reading. And so all of her time was absorbed in reading. And um, this is where she fell in love with, you know, how sentences were placed and how things were done. And so basically I say all of that to say that you have to really absorb yourself into um whatever task it is that is at hand and not get distracted or um become obsessed with other things that are around you you know so when you absorb something you become that thing is what she was saying so you have to become whatever it is that you are working on but when you become distracted um let's say you're, you're distracted you're on your phone scrolling through social media at for an hour after that hour you are nothing you have gained nothing you have accomplished nothing you are just like okay you know you've lost that hour you've lost that time and then when you obsess over something or when you are um you think about people who are addicted to certain things right and it's just now certain things have taken your consumed your you know your your energy your time because you've addicted to you know 
food or something. So now your money is being drained into your addiction instead of being intentional about whatever it is that you, you know, need to be spending your money on or whatever your goal is. So that's, that's the thing, yes, that I wanted to say for my idle people. Oh, that's, that's interesting. I thought that was a whole nother, I thought that was absorbing was a whole nother thing, but that, that might be correct because, um, I was going to say for myself, uh, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. So, um, there was this guy I was talking to and, um, and he was not as nice to me as I wanted him to be. <laughs> and so he was really mean to me one day I went over there and then, um, so I stopped talking to him for a month. Well, we stopped talking to each other. He ain't give a damn about me. But anyways, I really, really liked him. But, um, and so, but during that time, like that time, I was really proactive. Like I was, that's when I got my nonprofit. Um, that's when I paid off all my debt. That's like everything I was grinding. And then when he called back or like reached out to me again, I was telling him like, you know what? It's probably a good thing anyway, because I would have been so obsessed with you, <laughs> absorbed with you and how much I like you. I wouldn't have got all these things done. And then he went on to leave me again. <laughs> but it's okay, because now I'm still elevating because, but I'm, I'm saying that to say, like, be, be aware of, like, your distractions. And I'm not saying he, is, he was a distraction. I know one day I'll fall in love again. And then I don't know how I'm going to quite handle that in balance with, like, what I'm doing in my life. Mm -hmm. But I just say all that to say, but in the future, maybe I should think about, you know, how it is going to, what is going to happen, like, making sure I'm staying focused while living on my mans. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next one is a waffler. All right. And they say this is, you're a thoughtful person who considers all the angles. That's why everybody seeks your advice. But now you're overanalyzing. So busy looking that you can't leap. The more time you spend thinking about what you should do, the less able you are to do anything at all. Your assignment is to find something to believe in and commit to it. Ooh. Right. They talk say a lot of the people in the back. <laughs> wow, they, they just read my whole life. I don't even know the rest of them yet, but. Guilty, <laughs> guilty. And the reason why I say that is because I can I can see myself like trying to getting stuck in the analysis paralysis stage where I'm trying to read and research and know all that there is to know about a topic a, a particular topic versus just starting. And it, the last line you said, what was the last line in that? It was so so so. Thinking about what you should do, the less able you are to do anything at all man <laughs> okay so and i do this i'm trying to think of one example to just pinpoint in that i do this well okay so real estate that's one that's been one thing that i've been trying to harness in and balance with my life 
but just learning the state the steps and so i was reading about in in one of another one of my real estate books i didn't read because i i just feel like i need to read all of them so i don't make no mistakes and so i know everything that there is to know about real estate but in one book it, it was teaching me about a particular law in real estate and the real estate law is the 1041 exchange if i'm not mistaken and basically to just in short what the law is is you can acquire a property from the government but here's the catch so say i buy a house and the house is two hundred thousand dollars that the government will give you a match or they'll give you i guess five times the amount so to speak i'm, I'm probably i'm not giving the full details because of course it's a podcast but they'll match either that same amount so that you can go invest the key thing is you have to invest in other real estate properties either similar or with a greater value and so, but the, here's the thing, you have, you have only 45 days to do it or the deal is off the table. You actually have to close the property deal. And so I was like, I can't get caught in the, you know, trying to figure it out, thinking stage over and over and over again. I want to um, maximize and optimize on an opportunity like this. So with everything I'm doing now, like whether it's taking my mom to the doctor, whether it's... I'm doing some things for my job that I've made a like business because I'm like, I have to get this done by a certain deadline. So what's been helping me, I guess is a tip that's been helping me with that is like, I'm giving myself deadlines for everything now. Like you need a deadline because I would literally get stuck in the research process, the trying to figure it out, you know, just, I don't know, feeling like, Oh, I might do it wrong. I'm going to make a mistake or in, of course, like I am gonna make a mistake and I just have to be okay with knowing that I am gonna make a mistake. But that like waffle that me, y'all. That's me. Definitely me, because as I was going through the quiz, I definitely um this type of person is conflicted and they're indecisive. And it's because we are thinking of each and every option, like it said, and we're like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. You know, what if this happens? What if that happens? You know, we're thinking of all the possibilities and it leaves us stuck. Once again, like you said, that analysis paralysis. And so this type of person, they cannot make up their mind, right? You are just, you, you just can't do it. So that's why they said your assignment is to find something you believe in and commit to it and so that's why if you go back to our last podcast we talked about mission statement coming up with that mission statement and understanding what it is that your purpose is and what it is that you really want then it'll help you make decisions a lot easier and faster um and then also it says in here too remember not choosing is a choice so not doing anything you know just saying okay i'm just gonna leave this problem you know just come back to it later that is a decision so you cannot do that. You have to make up your mind, commit to it, follow it through, whether you, you know, whether you fail or not. Because I'm the same way, Jazz. I'm always thinking about, you know, what if I spend my money to go get this master's degree and I still can't find a job? You know, what if I go spend, you know, because I see opportunities out there and it might be, oh, you need to have this certificate. You need to have this degree. What if I spend my money on this certificate and I still don't get the, you know, job? I still don't qualify for the job. They still, you know, say I don't have enough experience. But once again, commit to it and follow through. Also, also what I'm learning too is who cares, like, not who cares, but like, even if it doesn't work, still like apply or 
still try anyways because the failures will teach us more will teach us more the failures is just a, a roadmap to where we're supposed to be and so you know when it comes to things like um like there's some things i don't like that's going on in like my career and i'm like i need to be able to speak this up and my mom's like you really ain't got nothing to lose because i don't you know yeah. so i can go ahead and shoot my shot so if think about like if you really don't have nothing to lose by mm -hmm. applying for a job or for posting something or whatever it is or for asking for something um go ahead and do it because you might you're gonna learn something from it regardless and you don't have to think about if what if i never if i never did this and i love that it says commit because you know we sometimes we just don't do it we halfway commit and think about like i want to say it like this like i really been into this question that i saw on i think rootedwoman.com and it was basically saying what is your relationship with yourself are you committed to yourself and to your dreams it's very easy i feel like women especially knowing you guys to commit to a person and their needs and their friends needs and um, their business needs um but i found myself as well not being as committed to my clients i mean i'm i'm way more committed to my clients than i am to myself in my dreams and so just make sure that commitment is going to you as well yes and then the last thing for this person is to um get your options in a row and that's some, some advice that they have on here as well and to do that you just have to write out the pros and the cons so like i said for me i know one situation that i'm stuck in is just in my career and just the so many different options and avenues so if you are in that situation where it's a career decision you know list out the pros and cons for each situation and then make your decision based on that and that way you can be at peace with it you know you're like okay i made this decision because of this 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 and this and i'm happy with it i know it's a lot i just started my registry for um, <laughs> for the baby and it is hard it's a lot of products out there it's a lot of you know brands and y'all this is the hardest thing for me because once again like i said i'm indecisive and you know i like luxury the look and the style of stuff but then some it might not be as effective or last that long so it might be cute but it ain't durable you know the wheels suck you know and stuff breaking off but then it might be there's something that's really strong and sturdy in it you know as far as strollers it might last long but it's you know not the cutest or it's you know just it's I right, you know so i just have to really go through those pros and those cons and really understand okay what is the best what do i really want out of this stroller what do i really want out of this car seat you know what do i want out of this item that i'm looking to purchase you know whatever it is you have to list out the pros and the cons and then make your decision and be done with it <laughs> right let, let, let's do both let's do both you know how we we find them deals you just gotta look around a lot big it's a registry that means you ain't gotta buy it so pick if you don't go for the stars and you might land on the moon that's what my mama say so look look hey. i'm sorry to tell about that but yeah just go ahead and put that expensive one on there 
Yeah. Facts, facts. Y'all can go back and buy the other one. We got to get the ones for the ops. <laughs> no. But, um, no, I, I did have a question yeah. with what you were saying for the, the waffler. Well, the, for the waffle. Wait, waffler, right? Waffler, yes. And um, so basically it was saying that in order for you to actually hone in on something, you have to find some, well, to decide because decision and indecision is so, so easy for you. So in order for you to decide on something, you have to have something to believe in. So I wanted to ask you ladies, what is that thing that has been motivating you, that, that, that thing that, that, that's your belief, like that you believe that kind of fuels your, your why, fuels your purpose, fuels your day-to-day actions and your, 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 your plan. So well, what, is your, what is the thing that you believe? That's easy. You know, for me right now, it is you know, just that financial, that freedom. I know we talked about it a few podcasts ago. My thing was I want financial freedom. I just want freedom in general. I want to be able to um, build this legacy for myself and for my family. And so um, I, I just really try to be intentional. And when I'm making decisions from the, you know, the trivial things all the way to the you know the big 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 decisions i am thinking about okay is this aligned with you know what i want for myself and for my family yeah i really freedom that 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 must be the word of the year because lord if that ain't what i'm fighting for i don't know what i am fighting for but freedom basically what i believe in and what i really really truly believe in is abundance god's abundance and that is abundance across the spectrum peace peace is so important joy is so important love is so important family security health and and of course this coin in my time okay my time (laughs) and so abundance is what i believe in for myself but i believe in it for everyone else and that's why what i feel is tied to that's why it's tied to my purpose and everything i do is because i want to help serve others to let them know and give them the tools they need to be able to live their abundant life i truly want that for everyone because we're we're on this life one one time i think (laughs) we're on this earth like one time you know in this body and like we got to live it up, bro. Like, we got to, we got to, we got to, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going in, but like, we got to, we have to live the life we want, a life that's impactful, mm-hmm. that that makes change, that leaves, leg, leaves a legacy, a, a mm-hmm. life that's fun and fulfilling. And y'all, like, so much y'all deserve it. So yes. much y'all deserve it. I think y'all don't, like, you deserve that. Yes. Three things that y'all just said that I literally wrote down was legacy, freedom. I don't even know if y'all said this last one, but generational wealth. And I think that's the same thing as legacy, if you think about it. But those are just some things that I truly, truly believe in. Like, and I don't know, like it really took 2020 as crazy as 2020 has been I feel like it's been beautiful at the same time far as just like eye-opening and just like showing me the importance of of one family and I've always me and my family we've always been close but 
like I think because of the distance is drawing us even closer like I don't know just family um I can't say family enough because I feel like it starts in your own households to inspire the external world the outside world and and family doesn't necessarily have to be blood it can be like your 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 close tight knit of circle the people that you you talk to and you interact with on a day-to-day basis like the legacy that y'all are building together i just think it's so much power in that like so much power so much power so that has been just motivating me to to grow motivating like all of everything i do now is just because it makes me move so much more strategic just because i just really want to build something something that's that's gonna just gonna go on for generations for generations to come and then i would love to just see the domino effect of everyone doing the same thing because of you know you're inspiring another so i just legacy freedom and was it like and uh generational wealth yes the last thing i'm gonna say about the waffler is it says to do a gut check and this is funny it says to write um your options on a little piece of paper and to throw it up and you know pick it up off the floor and pick your you know whatever option so let's say you read it and you like you know you're not really happy with that option then you know that that's something you don't need to do so a lot of times basically i say that to say a lot of times we kind of know what it is that we want it's just we might be thinking of other factors we might be thinking of other people like oh i don't you know i know how this you know me making this decision is going to make this person feel or it's going to affect my family or you know affect you know what people say or think about me so a lot of times we know and we know by how we react to it for example i know some a lot of times kyle he always asks me what you want to eat and i'm always thinking about him i'm like i know he's trying to eat right i know right now he's trying to get fine he about to go to mexico soon so you know I, I want to do something healthy. Like I might be craving some pizza, a burger, but like I said, I know he's trying to eat healthy. So I might throw something out there. Girl. I might throw something out there. And you know, my reaction is just, why is this me? I really don't want that. Like I know I said I didn't care, <laughs> but not as not You know. <laughs> You were good with anything. No, no. Girl, that is so me. Like, you be trying to, to think about what they taste buds want. Like, when they just ask me, what do I want? That is so me. I need to I need to get that together. <laughs> so a lot of times, it's just to say, this. you know. You know in your heart of hearts, deep down, what it is that you really want. Huh? I'm going to go. I said, I think that's so tough, though. So, and I'm going to tell y'all why after we're through all the personalities. But yeah that's, that's, it is t- definitely tough especially if you marry you know you tie it's different thing it's, I, I know i know that that's tough but yeah yes so next is the reluctant adapter and here's what to do if this is the person who really really hates change so for you the definition of contentment is knowing exactly what you believe in and what to expect change on the other hand sends you spinning even if you suspect something isn't working anymore, you'd rather keep trying than to plunge into the unknown. So this is the reluctant adapter. And your assignment is to trust in uncertainty. All right. And I can't remember what podcast it was, but I know we talked about changing and just, I want to say it was our stress reliever one, you know, just talking about the situations. And that was like the first thing to adapt 
like adaptation is going to be key to your survival. If you don't know how to adapt, you are not going to survive out here in this world. So, yeah. The thing is, yeah. The, the thing is, like, what's so funny about that is, it's not really uncertain. Just kidding. <laughs> this is this is this is petty. It's not uncertain because we know one thing is is certain, and that is change. That is always gonna happen. We're always that one thing we know for sure is change happens. Like yeah. evolution happens, and that's how it's supposed to be. So if it makes them feel better, I'm just kidding though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you you just said a key thing though because literally every like life is the survival of the fittest like we just got to put it out there like any business that wasn't getting on board with the zoom calls and wasn't getting on board with the the online sales and you like at a time like this during a pandemic if you didn't adapt you got shut down so it's like we literally have to like that's that's a part of life like the ebbs and flows being ready to change with the times and like not go against the grain so much so to the point where it makes you become irrelevant and so it is something very very important to do and i know it just gets so comfy in your little bubble and you know you're just going with the the you didn't took all your time you didn't planned and mapped out and strategically made a a, a a way of life and then next thing you know the whole boat just get flipped around or turned around and you're like wait a minute i just y'all told me to make these plans and i've been strategic and now all of a sudden i got my plan i got my way of doing things and now i gotta switch it up again but that um i remember tony robbins saying in one of his um business seminar it was a seven-day online seminar and it was called the seven focuses of business mastery and in one of the seven focuses was being able to adapt to change like if you just think of mcdonald's they always they'll throw in uh the mcrib and then you know they'll put in some chicken wings like mcdonald's making chicken wings and they take it right back off but it's just to stay relevant stay with the time stay you know stay fresh stay vibrant and so we have to do that and take that in our in our day of life and way of life and to just to stay relevant and stay, you know, stay fit. And when I say fit, I'm talking about the evolution fit, the survival of the fittest. Yeah. And and then also, um, I feel like when Kobe, when you were talking about the gut check, I think that's so important because the thing about change though, which might ease our our hearts, is that that God is, God is going to help you along the way. He's going to tell you when um, to, 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 to do something. I, I truly believe that. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to give y'all an example, an example that I missed. And so um, I think it was a year ago. I don't remember when, but it was maybe a year, a year or so ago. And I was asleep and, <laughs> and I sleep, sleep. And so, and then out of nowhere, like this book fell. It was a John Osteen book. It fell. It's like these little pamphlets. They, if it just like tipped over, like real lightly, like. And I woke up, and I just woke up like with so much. I was like, "What's like?" It was a very divine feeling. And so I went, and I was like, "What?" Woke me up, and I saw that it was the book. So I opened it up. 
I don't remember what exactly what it said, but I knew what God was telling me to do. It was, it was to Tiffany, you need to start your nonprofit. And so I was like, I set up a meeting with our friend Ashley, because um, I needed her help. I need to figure out some things about like Black-owned businesses. So we met up, but I didn't take the step to go ahead and, you know, get the nonprofit off the ground. And this is way before the pandemic happened. Um, and so anyways, you know, and God's been telling me to do this nonprofit since like I had the idea a long time ago, like two, three years ago. But it wasn't until the pandemic happened that I actually took um I actually started doing it, you know, making it happen. And why I'm saying this is so important is because I feel like you really need to act when God is telling you to act. I put my nonprofit to the back burner but in reality in hindsight and i'm looking back i was like dang if i really would have started my nonprofit back then um i would not only have money to be able to from like the ppp loans and all this stuff that um the government is giving small small businesses and then now black owned businesses to all these different grants um um and then even just the temperature of what's going on in the world, I feel like the nonprofit would have been just like super popping right now. Like, I feel that way. But I'm just saying, you know, sometimes we don't want to change our routine. Sometimes we don't want to take on these extra things. But when God says act, you act. And I'm not saying that when you miss your, you don't, I don't feel like you can, you, you can miss something, but I feel like it might take longer to come back around for that moment to happen again. But I'm just trying to save y'all from what I didn't really go through anything, but I'm just want to save y'all from y'all's um, when God's telling you to do something. I really want you guys to listen to it and act on it right then and there, you know? Yes. No, that that's is good. Because I mean, yeah, you, you said it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Change is the only thing that is constant y'all. And when you are forced with a situation where you have to change, I think that is going to be the really, the thing that like that, the person who struggles with change, you're going to have to get to that place. And it's a quote that I kind of say all the time and I always mess it up, but your, your pain of staying the same is going to have to be greater than your pain of changing. So whatever it is, if you are trying to lose weight, if you are stuck in a marriage, whatever it is, I know that there are going to be some fears about this new lifestyle and the requirements that it's going to take to fit into this new change. And it can be scary. It can be hard, but you have to really think about you know, the out, not really focus on, you know, what, what the changes that you have to make, but really focus on the outcome of what will happen if I do make these changes and what would be different. What is the opportunity here? What can I gain? Okay. If I leave this situation, yes, I know my kids are going to be upset. My kids are going to be hurt from this. Um, I'm not going to have anyone to lean on and to talk to anymore. I'm going to be by myself. It's going to be a little bit harder. You know, I know I was depending on this person, you know, and their income to help me out. I might have to pick up a new job, you know, whatever it is, but I gain my happiness, my peace of mind. I don't have to worry anymore. I don't have to cry, you know, myself to sleep. I don't have to sleep in this bed alone or, you know, I don't have to put my kids through this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, 
you have to think about what is here to, what am I gaining from this change? You know, yeah, I don't like vegetables. I, I want to lose weight. I don't like vegetables. You know, I like fried chicken. I like eating what I want to eat. I don't like nobody telling me what to do. I don't like sweating, whatever it is. You, you know, I know how people are. I know how y'all live. I know how y'all get. <laughs> but do you want to look fine in your bikini? Do you want to be healthy and happy and flourishing? Right? Do you want to live your best life or do you want to be out here scared? You're not going nowhere. You're not going to happy hour with your friends. You're not going out because you ain't got no clothes. You can't fit nothing. You're insecure and you're unhappy. Mm. Mm. All you have to and do is sick. diet, exercise, you know, get that mental health in, in order and, you know, you'll start to see some changes in your life. I love, I love that you, that was key focusing on the outcome because a lot of times we don't want to change and it don't even make sense because we're not even happy where we're at <laughs> like, <laughs> and I really like yesterday I was driving home and I was really talking to myself like damn like you scary AF like you scary <laughs> like you honestly so scary like I have a lot of these um you know even though I feel like I'm the first one I definitely am a, like I definitely could take from all of these and these are really helping me like these um so you could change and uh, but what I'm saying is like I'm scared I'm scared and though I'm happy and joyful and I have God's peace and love and joy it's things I want to change but it's really really hard to let go of some things it's mm. really hard to let go of some things and start something new no but at the end of the day I gotta do it anyways and that's the thing whatever you're stuck in whatever situation it is key to come back to this quiz because you might be it might be easy for you to or you might be decisive in one area but you might be indecisive in another you know what i'm saying you might be able to change in one area mm -hmm. but you might not be able to adjust and be able to change as quick in other areas so you are going to this quiz bookmark it save it say that you're going to need it when with with whatever situation you stuck in because we're all different mm -hmm. areas of our lives. You know, we might be yeah. inspired in one area, but not as inspired to do other things, you know? So. Mm. True, true, true. Good. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, hey. you will change, you will move. Yeah. But sometimes I'll be, I ask myself, like, I don't want to reach a rock bottom point to motivate me to move. Like, I just need to do the shit. Like, I know better. Like, you know better. And like you were saying, we all, we know, we know, you know what you know, what you know what you know. It's just a matter of moving with that note. And I think you said it earlier, best to do nothing is still equally as bad as, as, as doing something and failing. I mean, and it's not even bad when you fail, but I definitely can say, I've been there. Yeah. I've been all. <laughs> that is me. I am the type of person to wait till I'm busting out of my jeans to be like, all right, I have to change my eat, my eating habits. All right, I ain't got no money in my account. I ain't got no. Man, I'm in the negatives. Right, let me go on and get right. So yes, no, you do not want to be that person. That was the hard headed young eighteen to twenty, you know, twenty one year old me. 
I was, I right. didn't have to change. I was stuck in my ways. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. I was like, I'm young. I got time. I can do this. No, man. Oh, get it together. Not thinking, <laughs> not thinking about anything, but today. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to, um, when you were talking about, <laughs> when y'all were talking about hitting rock bottom, though, um, and that's so true. You don't want to hit rock bottom. And I wanted to bring up the scripture, and I hope it's the right one. But uh, it says, humble yourself, yourselves, then under God's mighty hand, so that he will lift you up in his own good time. Leave all your worries with him because he cares for you. And so humble yourselves, you know, and, and give it to God. But what I'm saying is you have to humble yourself before God humbles you. He will bring you to rock bottom so that you can change. So he's saying, look, humble yourself now, make that change and let my wor- let your worries go to me because I got you. Or, <laughs> sorry, baby girl, you ain't going to have no choice because I'm going to have to bring you to rock bottom so you could fulfill the purpose I have for you. So it's just like, um, like you said, I don't want to hit rock bottom first. God, I'm going I'm to humble myself because <laughs> I don't want you to humble you know, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> leave me. Worries are for you. <laughs> you don't want to leave anything. Y'all, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our next one, we have three more. And um, the next one is a lone leader. Okay. Lone leader. You love being the one with all the answers and making everything look easy. The only area where you don't excel, asking for help. But no woman is an island. And sometimes you need support to take the next step. Your assignment is give yourself a break and let someone else help, sis. <laughs> let someone else help, brother. You ain't got to carry all this on your own. Have, have everything on your shoulders. I know you're strong. I know you a strong black man and woman. But you ain't got to do this by yourself. Okay? <laughs> this one here this one this was me about a couple months ago and what broke this in me mm-hmm. it was a couple things a couple things i had them humbling moments yeah. but okay so i was on the phone with my friend from school um nancy and we was talking about just catching up how you doing business how you doing relationship you know all the things career all that stuff and, you know, I was just feeling so overwhelmed. Like, I'm just trying to do this, trying to do that. And then, you know, we started talking about bass. And then, I don't know, I was complaining about something. I don't know. I think it was maybe like, I can't remember what it was. It was something so petty, though. Like, could have been taken out the trash or something like that. And then she said something that was so profound. And to this day, it just, it stuck. So, basically because she we were very very similar and as of how we like independent you know we want to do everything get it done oh let me clean up i'm gonna just do it myself instead of just asking and so what she said was like something just came up in like her mind like out of nowhere like with tiffany with the book she was like i had a redefining moment and i was like what was it she's like something just came in my head and it said to follow him i was like that's deep and she was like and that means and what she was saying it was like as in the the aspect of following her her mate 
And I was like, I think that means two things, girl. I think you got to follow baby and follow God. And so, but it, more importantly, because I know a lot of women, we have this, this grandiose, but all I mean, a lot of times it's just our naturally motherly like you know we want to tell everybody what to do and how to do it and I do it the way I say do it because I know the perfect the most perfect way <laughs> so you be trying to tell Bay how to do it and so it, she was just like it came to me just follow him if you tell him to, to take out the trash or to fold the clothes like don't try to micromanage and tell him how to do it the way you want to do it just follow him let him do it as long as it gets done then we good and I'm like you know what that is a redefine like that was most tidbit and then I started just using that with everything like oh follow him oh you got it and then you it, you'll be surprised how it, it 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 changes the psychology of feeling like I have to lead because now I can follow and following is not also always a bad thing like I know every time in class we're taught to be the leader you want to be the line leader or even if you're doing an assignment in school, you're taught not to collaborate. Collaborating is cheating. You want to do it all by yourself. You want to be the smartest. But really, in anything in life where any where someone is going really far, you need a team, a collective pieces. Sometimes you may have to follow that team lead. If if you have an accountant and you not that you don't know nothing about accounting, you're gonna have to follow that accountant. If you have an architect, you're gonna have to follow that architect. You if you're if you're not knowledgeable in a certain area, you're gonna need to be quiet and be put your listening ears on and not try to lead everything. So I was just like, I have been applying that follow him and not just in my relationship, but if it's a business or or if it's a uh, just a, a relationship with with your your uh, your family like following them letting them leave see what you want to watch on tv you know little things like that and it's just it's it's caused me to just delegate a lot more smoother allow me to take my hands off of things and not like you know because sometimes we get in this this idea where we want things to be perfect done a perfect way and done the way you think but our way is not the the end all be all like just because it's done differently doesn't mean that it's done wrong and so just being able to open my 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 mind and open who i am to to the different possibilities of what others want to bring into my life i just feel like it's been a beautiful experience just following and not trying to lead everything in life so i like that i want to add follow capital h him because baby Sometimes we are in situations and we don't even want to ask God for help. We got to follow capital H, him. 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 Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I like that. I love that. Follow him. I love it. I love that because um, I have to, I had to thank you because um, that's so funny. I was just, um, I was, someone was asking me like, you know, how are things going? And you know, y'all know I be, I've been doing the most lately. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this and doing that. And I'm like, I don't know if I should do that. And he was like, well, have you prayed about it? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you say? Like, I'm going to send, send you a sermon. I said, okay. So I, I watched it. But, um, but yeah, like we don't be following 
the one who got the answers. We ain't got the answers, Sway. Okay, God has answers. That's what Kanye was trying to say. But um, that's one thing. But going back to like following, um, following like people, yeah. I think it's very beneficial because it's beneficial for us because we learn and we have to know when to follow and when to lead. Right now, I'm doing a lot of following because I'm in a learning stage right now. And so, and then also, it's really nice to let people lead. And it's, I think it's very empowering for yourself, but also very empowering for that person, you know, because, you know, when someone tells you, oh, no, like, I'm following you, like, oh, you following me? That means you trust me. That means you respect me. That means that you you value me in, in my decision making. So just think about if you talk to your man and he's like, you ain't doing it right. Oh, let me just do this. Da, 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 da. You, that's more so of like saying I don't trust you I don't trust the way you lead I think I could do better and you know a lot of times you know especially as black women we always say that we want to be led but are we allowing them to lead us and even friends even friendship you know like allowing the, like, like first only for example I was to, I was trying to you know do all the emailing and stuff like that I mean of course, ask for help as well. But when Kobe took up the lead and emailing people and reaching out to people, I'm like, hell yeah, like she got this. <laughs> like, I don't do nothing. <laughs> I was like, bro, like this is, this feels good. And um, I love that sometimes I could just follow. And you just be amazed by when you, when people are leading it makes everything better it just makes stuff easier for your life because you're supposed to lead where god wants you to lead you're not supposed to lead in every area of your life and i damn sure don't want to lead in my relationship future one <laughs> this one was this yeah. is one of mine this is one of mine because i am a person who does not and it's it's the independent woman in me you know, it's a strong black woman. I do not like asking for help. I just don't. And for the lone leader, that is one of the things that they advise is you have to learn how to ask because a lot of, and you know, whether it's whatever your reasons, you know, I know some people just feel like I can do it on my own, but there's only so much you can do on your own. Right. And then there's only so much you can have on your plate. Sometimes you are just spread too thin, baby. So you just got to ask for help just because you're like, I have a lot on my plate. And I know that that was one thing that was so hard for my mom to do is, you know, she just felt like, I don't want to ask my kids for help. I don't want to ask them to cook dinner. I don't want to have to ask them to, you know, um, go pick your sister up or, you know, can you help me out here? Because I'm, you know, I have a lot going on here at work, but sometimes you just have to do what you have to do and you have to learn how to ask and um just some tips with that and, and another thing on that yeah no no go ahead okay <laughs> now i was just gonna say with that you know you have to just like tip said earlier humble yourself you know it can be as simple as, as you know saying hey i admire how you you know you're so motivated and you work out and you eat healthy how do you do it you know how can you help me out you know i'm trying to lose weight and i just need help you know and i admire how you you know how healthy you are and happy you are in your life you know just it could be as simple as asking that 
um, you have to, <laughs> I know sometimes we are like with our backs against the wall and it's like you're forced sometimes to ask people for help and you letting them know, hey, I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to ask you for help, but I'm, I'm forced to, you know, my hand is tied. I just got to ask you, you know, <laughs> and you can't come at people like that. Like that's, that's unacceptable because then that person's going to be like, nah, they're not going to want to help you. No, and that's, <laughs> yeah, uh, this is, I'm just, yeah, it's go just ahead. that for me, it's really hard to ask for help because I don't like to ask people <laughs> for things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a burden. I don't, especially if I'm not paying you, like, I don't want, I don't want to ask you for nothing, but you'll be surprised when people believe in you and believe in your mission and your purpose how much they are willing to help you and you know and I think that's something that y'all are gonna have to help me with because I don't I don't like asking for money I don't like asking for donations if I can do all the social and podcast stuff for free we would I would probably want that I'm like I would want everything to be free you know the live shows but it can't you know we put so much money and time and things of that nature and so for me, it's, it's the thing, I don't know, it's just like, I really don't like feeling like a burden to someone else when I have to realize that people want to help and people yes. are asking to help. Right. And, and that's the thing. That's what it's about. We have to get it out of our minds into thinking that it's a burden for people to help us. Because I, I personally used to think the same thing, like I'm putting too much on this person Uh, I'm taking from them or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or another thing, I feel like if you see I'm doing, and and this is changing, changing gears a little bit. If you see I'm doing all this, and this kind of goes, ties into when Kobe was talking about her mom not wanting to ask for help. It's like, you see I'm doing all this around the house. I just automatically feel like y'all should offer your services like y'all should like people can read your mind and know that you're overwhelmed and Jarvis always asks me like babe you know you could have just asked like he'll like and it's funny now he'll just wait and he know that I need help like I'll be carrying something in the house or anything he'll be like so I was just waiting on you to see what you was going to ask I was like or you could have just offered he's like or you could have just asked I'm like okay I see what you did there because like I just like you said I just did not like asking and I'm slowly like it's it's a huge power in asking guys and and like Kobe was saying it's the way you ask don't like be on a down and out and like you saying I really ain't want to ask you but if you word it and dress it up like you know it would it would be an honor for you to come in and, and jo- join in and step into this project and help me with this and to shine your expertise or whatever. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a mind-boggling burden for you to ask someone for help. It can be a, a moment of inspiration and collaboration. So I definitely think we got to put that pride aside and start asking because I'm reading this Robert Kiyosaki book. He got like a million books. I know every podcast, they're like, you always read a Robert Kiyosaki but he has like a million books and they like 11 hours long so i'm still working on the same one but basically he talked he, he created the the cash flow game and we just bought it so we don't have to have a game night when all this clear up and, but um in the book he basically talks 
about you have to like for business because it's a business game you have to, it teaches you how to ask and bargain and make you know group collective decisions so, so he said may it'll be a, a, a point in the game where it's just 20 minutes of you like trying to collaborate with your teammates asking them to give you this in, in exchange for that but if you never ask then you you gonna opt out the game real quick so he said the, the the point the point of the game is to make people better collaborators because that's what we have to do in life you want a business plan if you want someone to, to shop at your business you're asking them to to buy these services to buy this product to to use what you have to offer so anything in life is is asking someone to do something for you so we got to get comfortable and reprogram that independent, I can do it all by myself To I love working with other people. I love asking other people to help because they love helping and I love helping them. I love that. That needs to be an affirmation. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and then the, uh, the last thing I want to say on like yeah. asking is being specific. Oh, sorry. Can you um, no, I was just saying the last little thing is about asking is being specific. I think sometimes we kind of like beat around the bush when we're asking, can you, can you help around the house more? I just really enjoy that. Can you do the dishes <laughs> and mow the lawn, take out your track, you know, let me know because I'm on one track on what I'm doing. So I need specific things. <laughs> yes, exactly what I was going to say. I was like, it doesn't have to be something because I know a lot of a reason people don't ask for help is because they don't want to seem, like you said, a burden. They don't want to seem desperate. They don't want to seem, you know, all these things, right? But just take all of that out your mind and just be clear and concise. Hey, this is what's going on. This is the situation. This is what I need. Are you, you know, could you be of assistance? Yes or no. And if they are, hey, thank you. If they not, thank you. Right. Either way. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> thank you. Clear and concise. Yeah, That's, powerful. That's hey, powerful. I am, I am, you know, in the job market and I need help with, you know, my re resume. Are you able to assist me with this? You know, I know you've recently, you know, switched jobs and you've done this and you've been able to, you know, maneuver in the job market. And I, you know, I, I admire that. Can you help me with my resume? Can you take a look at it? You know, I can email it. I have a paper copy, whatever is easy for you. Hey. Simple. So but good. Just learn how to ask, okay? My learn loan leaders. <laughs> and accept that no and accept and accept help when offered to because sometimes people will reach out to you I remember and this has changed my life shout out to Howard University I was applying for this job on campus or some type of internship and I had to send it through this this program called Annenberg and someone I don't even remember her name she called me up and was like I want to help you on your resume she literally did my entire resume and the format and everything, and that's what I use to get my first, second, third, fourth job. I just remade my resume th during the pandemic. But has she not helped me? Had I not accepted the help? Lord, it might have been, I might have still had that little rinky-dink resume that was a high school-based one, you know? But so I'm saying accept the help that people people are trying to extend to you because they might be that that might be an expertise they might be seeing something that you can't see um and that's your blessing that was a mm -hmm. real 
blessing. I wish I remember that lady's name because she changed my life. Yes. Wow. That's good. Accept. Accept the help that's offered. Because a lot of times we can be, oh, I got this. No, no, no. Don't worry about it. Because you think you you take it from that person. Oh, they're trying to offer you something. Oh, no, no, no. It's good. I'm good. And then the moment you do that, I don't know. It said it somewhere in the Bible. But basically, when you shut off the hand that's, that's being given to you you blocking future blessings to come because like god like i just tried to give you a blessing and you just cut it off shut it down so i'm gonna just go ahead and get it to somebody else and then the next one is somebody else and the next one is somebody else but i have learned that like and i can't remember who it was it was this guy back when i was in college and he was an older guy like he was like an uncle a grandpa and he was trying to he was giving the team like some groceries and all kind of stuff. And I was just like, no, no, I don't need that. I don't need that. My, my refrigerator stopped. I didn't say this. I was thinking this in my mind. Like, we good at the house. He's like, you never, ever turn down anything someone gives you. I was like, whoa. He's like, never turn down money, food, items. Even if you don't need it, you always accept it and give it to someone else and be a blessing to them. And he was like, because you will shut your blessings down. I was like, I ain't, I'm thinking I was trying to help you so you can have more to give to everybody else. He's like, don't worry about everybody else. Everybody else going to get it if it's meant for them. And I was like, that moment, anytime, even if I know you down to your last and you want to give me $5 and you got 10 I'm like, okay, I got to accept this even though I want to. But it's because it's coming back to that person and coming back to you as well. So don't feel like you're taking from someone or you're taking their last or whatever the case be, may be, just accept and receive. Like to be a receiver, that's a powerful energy. It's a feminine energy. And to like to receive things, so I'll be like, let me tap into my feminine energy and being able to receive. Like giving is a masculine energy and feminine uh, receiving is a feminine energy. So being able to receive, tap into your divine goddess and receive the blessings God want to give to you. Like always when I'm, when I'm writing my affirmations, when I'm doing a, a full moon ritual i'm always asking like god allow me to be a, to receive all the blessings you want to give to me because sometimes i'll be you know asking 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 or but then when it come you you close you ain't you're not open to or receptive to receiving what god has given us beautiful little or small i mean big or small little or small <laughs> <laughs> i actually just blocked a tiny little blessing and now i'm like damn i'm real masculine <laughs> Okay. I, if you want to give me a gift, I was trying to help. Anyways, I was trying to help them out. We have two more, okay? The next one is a deflated doer. So you're happiest when you're productive, checking off tasks one by one. But lately, the daily grind is grinding away your sense of purpose. You plan to find more meaning in life as soon as you get to the bottom of your to-do list. So your assignment is to rise above your routine and find inspiration. Okay, the deflated doer. And this one is just really about, um, like I said, they're more concentrated on a to-do list than you know their purpose. So if you're the type of person 
who is um you just feel black you just feel like you're just rolling with emotions and you're just going through your day it's just like like i said just checking off a to-do list like you're not living your life on purpose you're not living your life with meaning you don't have that mission statement yet then you need to really sit down with yourself you're uninspired um then yeah you really have to sit down and just do the work find find your inspiration mm, 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 mm. that's good that's really good i have been there i have been there that checking off to-do list person like oh let me get my list and when you look at your list you feeling all accomplished like let me pat myself on the back but then meanwhile you're doing the day-to-day -day task but you don't have an overall big picture it's like <laughs> you get in the car, you making turns and driving and going to this stoplight going, but then where you you driving for 20 minutes and don't know where you're going. Like where where's your overall ultimate goal, your chief aim, your destination? Mm -hmm. I definitely think that's important to to get a handle on like what is it that you want? What is it that fuels your fire so that it does bring more meaning to your life? And I think it, I think that is like yeah, go ahead. I'm saying I think that's a real, <laughs> I'm going to keep using that gut check because I really like that. I think I'm going to throw some things in the air and see how I feel when I pick up one. But uh, like yesterday, I, shout out to me. I'm celebrating myself. But yeah. I murdered my to check off everything. <laughs> but, but, and then I went for my walk because I'll be trying to do everything by six or seven. And then, um, I went for my walk and as I was driving to go to Herman Park, I was like, ooh, I checked off everything. Why am I feeling this way? I felt weird. I felt like some anxiety. And I was like, okay, Tiff, am I are you doing what you're supposed to do? And I'm I can't even right now, you know, that's that's fresh. That was yesterday. And I don't know. I mean, I end up being happier, happier as I was walking and just enjoying life and stuff like that. But that's just I'm just saying that to say just because you're checking off a list and you accomplished and smashed your day, um at the end of the day, how are you feeling? Are you filled up? You know? And so I think those are the moments that is you know, we always talk about listening to your emotions because your emotions are there to tell you something. Something something must have been off. And I still haven't pinpointed it because I'm like, cool, yeah, like my job, all my jobs help others. Like it's to help others. And so I still have to, there must be something else deeper that I need to, to be working on as well, so. Yes, and this person, you know, what they suggest is that you, um, you know, take a walk, really just take that time to sit and reflect and not just focus on, you know, the day to day. So I know a lot of times you talk about, hey, um, for some people, you have to, you know, steady down and focus on your day to day. But for this person, it's the opposite. You want to take a step back from just that day to day and look at the bigger picture, figure out what does that bigger picture look like and asking yourself those big questions. What do I want out of life? Why am I here? Why am I on this earth? Why do I live where I live? You know, why do I do what I do? Um, why do I buy the things that I buy? And just you know, really asking yourself those questions. Why, why do certain things bother me? And just really getting down to the core of who you are 
and you know what it is that you want out of life you know what when am i happiest what am i doing when i am at you know my happiest and really tapping into those things oh my god i realized i do know what i did figure it out but you're a little personal <laughs> anything but yes i deflated you do have to yeah. What did you say? Oh, I was saying, yeah, you know, now that I'm thinking about like what was, I did figure it out and I do know what I need to do. <laughs> but that's when I realized, remember, I was telling y'all earlier, I was like, oh, you scary. Oh, you really scary. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Shout out to Let me uh, reflect on some things. Yes. All right, and so our very last one is a tunnel visionary. And you're used to being in the loop and on top of things, but somehow you've lost your sense of perspective. And now all you can see is what's right in front of you. Even little setbacks can bring you to a screeching halt. Why don't the possibilities seem as open as they once did? So this is our tunnel visionary. And your assignment is to step back and widen your view of the world. And they mm. that you look at old things in new ways. Um, and just asking yourself, how would you respond to different situations? Ask, your, though, ask yourself those um, what if questions. And this one is a little hard. I mean, I don't know. You have to take the, the quiz for this one and just really see, you know, I, I don't know. This is the one, that, the one that I was just like, I don't, you know, I can't relate to. I, I don't know. I, I, I think I may get it. Can you read it one more time? Because I think I, I think I have something. So if you're feeling a bit like a tunnel vision, give this a try. And it says you're used to being in the loop on, on top of things, but somehow you've lost your sense of perspective. And now all you can see is what's right in front of you. Even little setbacks can bring you a to a screeching halt. Why don't the possibilities seem mm. as open as they once did? Oh, this kind of makes me think of, and this is a little, a little different, but I think we'll tie it all together. Like a person, let's say for instance, if someone is in a relationship, since we love talking about relationships. <laughs> and so... And let's say you have a bad experience in this relationship. And at first, you know, you was love. I'm, you all, you believe in love. And you stand on love. And you, you know, love is what you believe in. And then a bad situation happens because you was on top of love at first. And then a bad situation happens. And it causes you to damper your faith in love, your, your belief. And then you, come, you get to the, the point like, oh, man, cheat. Or, you know, every, you think you're you think very pessimistically about the, the situation now mm -hmm. and it's because of that one bad or the few bad experiences has caused you to alter the way you once believed. So now you just have this one track view of what you think it should be. But I think for a person that does have tunnel vision because of, uh, like you said, one decision could cause you to, I forget what it said in the quote, but basically just, to, to cause you to give up kind of so to speak and so and 
to keep you from giving up, I think is it's important to know that and I was getting, I'm getting this from another one of Robert Kiyosaki books, but um, he basically talked about how in life, I don't want to sound pessimistic or, or realist because I'm typically an optimistic person, but in life, there are going to be situations, people that just simply do things that, that, when you look at the whole thing, it doesn't have your best interests at heart and it doesn't fall on, it doesn't fall, you don't fall on the right side of the scenario and you're a good person, so to speak, and it, but somehow the situation, the outcome of the situation just didn't work for your favor. And so with knowing that you may come, it may come a time in your life that you do face a situation like that, but that doesn't have to change who you are and how much you value, whether if you go to a business deal and someone, you know, messes over you in the business deal and ends up ripping you off. It doesn't mean that business is bad. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't pursue business anymore. It doesn't mean that, that you should give up and think that, you know, business is just not for me or relationships are just not for me or, um, having a, a dog is not for me because my dog ripped up my couch and, you know, whatever the case may be. It just, I think, understanding that life may throw you situations that don't, we don't necessarily agree with that may hurt a little bit more than what we wanted to, but it doesn't mean to like get so, you know, caught in on what has happened and feel like that's the only reality and to the point where you just kind of get on autopilot and just feel like, you know, there's no way escape, there's no light at the end of this tunnel. Right. Like, that's 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 what I, I put think. myself on me, girl. I was trying to <laughs> open myself and I put myself on me, but yeah, I totally agree. I I agree with that. I think this person is, and I I ain't gonna just be throwing Capricorns under the bus, but one Capricorn I know is was so tunnel vision um, that there wasn't even time to look at the rest of the world like I have to get to this point I have to get to this point and nothing's gonna stop me but sometimes that's not where you're supposed to go so if you're so focused on this one thing this one way when you know how God is detours along the way to get to where you really th he really thinks he uh you should be where he knows you need to be and so when those bumps come in and you're like oh this ain't oh I'm not getting the job oh I just got I got laid off or like you're like what am I doing with my life because I put all my focus right here instead of really looking at the bigger picture um so that's I that's why I feel like some people get stuck when you're on that one thing that one thing you're gonna be stuck if something doesn't go right it goes back to the person that doesn't want anything to change we have to be flexible and adapt to what God's will is for our lives you know, I pray to God that, that um, my desires align with his will and purpose for my life. And I feel like they do currently. And I was sitting here rereading and rereading and rereading. And the things that, you know, really stuck out to me was, you, you know, you've lost your sense of perspective. You know, your possibilities don't seem as open as they once did. And so for me, this one seems like the opposite of you know the waffler right like that person is thinking about all the possibilities and they you know so this person has you know lost the sense of that so um 
what they suggest is for you know to look at the your situation from different people's perspectives um look at it from a perspective of a child look at it from your perspective of an older person you know a hippie uh you know your grandmother you know or or you know go ask these different people hey tell them your story tell them what's going on what would you do in this situation you know so that you can get other people's perspective and you're not just you know coming at it from how you think of everything and just yeah you're missing all the different possibilities and all the different um ways that you can maneuver this situation so that's what i got from it as i you know kept looking at it and like i'm really trying to understand this tunnel vision person and i think that's what it is <laughs> That's why it's tough for us. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about all the possibilities. So me, <laughs> you are the We need to sit down. We, I need to share to you all the possibilities, and you need to tell me the one thing that you see from this situation. Do <laughs> it together, right? I need Man. to sit down with the tunnel vision there. Okay, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I just y'all hit me up. Batman's and women that they committed, and they telling us we need to be more committed. <laughs> <laughs> that's part. That's part. Your face is obvious. It's right there. <laughs> like you can't see that. <laughs> Boy, I I think the most important part with the for the the person that is a tunnel visioner is to remain optimistic and know that there is light on the other side of the tunnel and to not get so in your head when things don't go that one way <laughs> right Oop. right mm -hmm. that, that is all that's, that's it that's all right y'all okay that's all i took personalities <laughs> the whole podcast and i lived it <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Alrighty, y'all. So what's I needed that too. What time is it, y'all? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you're transforming your life for the good or you're transforming your life for the not so good. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on them days when you're feeling bad, you're feeling sick and tired, down and out, all those negative emotions, you still have to speak power over the situation, over your life. One more Bible verse for y'all. In Proverbs 13, it says, he who guards, no, he who keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he who opens his lips wide shall have destruction. So don't just be letting old anything fly at your mouth. You want to keep a, a guard on that thing um, and be very intentional about the words that we speak. So I'm affirming that there is millions, billions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in and it's three of us and we're going to go ahead and end this thing off right with our positive affirmations. Who wants to go first? Um, I, um, I'm, I don't know what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say, 
I, I think I'm about to steal something that you said, Jazz, in the podcast. So. <laughs> um, um, I am using my feminine energy to receive all that God has for me. Ooh, I'm stealing that. <laughs> stealing it back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I get why people say that. Um, receive it. <laughs> I said, you know how people always, you know, when people are saying something, they're like, I received that, I received that. So now it has more meaning. Mm. I received that affirmation. Mm. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, re- I received that. Um, yes. Um, for me, I am flowing in perfect harmony with every divine opportunity that God wants to pour into my life. Yes. For my wafflers and my people who don't, you know, want to adapt to the change, this one is for y'all, okay? I am undergoing a powerful transformation. I commit and I don't quit. I received that too. Received and received. All right. It's for me, for me, and for me. (laughs) All right, guys, let us know your affirmations below if you're watching us live, or even if you're not, put it in the comment section wherever you're listening to us at. And you know we're listening. We are on all these different platforms, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube and Google. So please leave a comment below and let us know your affirmations. But more specifically, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you got to give us a five-star ranking and write something so full and sweet. We absolutely love, 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 love when y'all leave comments. Um, love them. So yeah, and then we all. Also, our axing for you guys. Yes, <laughs> y'all go head over to our Patreon. If you haven't done so already, if you've been listening, getting all these free gems, go ahead and help some sisters out. If something touched you, moved you, anything that spoke to your soul, go and fill our souls and pockets <laughs> along with, you know, just really though, guys, seriously, just if we touched you, moved you in any way, bless us, send a blessing. We send blessings back. Um, no amount is too small no amount is too large either so give from your heart and we love y'all until next time soulmates bye thank you guys so much we'll talk to you soon